So we are in the second half of the year, and this is such a beautiful time to really review what we want the next six months to look at. And it's also a really good time to look back at our goals in January to see if we still want to to achieve those goals or has anything changed. And that's a really beautiful part of goal setting is that sometimes we don't know what we want until we set the goal and we start in that direction. And then as we go along, we're like, no, that's not what I want. And it's always okay to change our mind. We just want to do it intentionally. So let me just let in a couple more people. Okay, there we go. So I have some questions that I posted mid-June last year, last year last month on my Instagram page. So you may have seen them, but I know with journaling, sometimes we think, oh, I'll do it on the weekend and we never get around to it. So I wanted to actually take everyone through this process. Vicky and Ali have both done it, but it's always good to just really review and we'll just spend 10 minutes on it anyway. Okay. So in I'm your journal, the second is. <laughs> Oops, I forgot. oh, there's right. Re- Hello, Renate. Great to see you. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, everyone here. So let me close down that. So I, okay, there we go. All right. So our first question for your mid-year reflection. Mm -hmm. And we're going to break it into categories. The first category is going to be celebrate which if you've worked with me for a while, you know, I always talk about before we set goals, we always want to celebrate where we've come from. And the reason being is it's such a more resourceful state to be setting your goals rather than thinking about all the things that you haven't done. Because in the last six months, I can guarantee you've done, you may feel like there's a lot of things that you haven't done, but you've done so many things. So we want to celebrate those first. So for the first six months, what has gone well and felt really good for you? And if you can really go deep into, and of course, Vicki and Ali, if you have your notes from before, really zone in on that. What has felt good? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we want more of. Not just accomplishing something that we think is what we want to do, but what are the things that we did that felt really good? You know, it could be even you spoke up for yourself more. You told the truth, the real truth more. It could even be things like that. You know, you you threw out a quarter of the clothes in your wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Little things like that that made you feel really good. So just really notice that because sometimes it's not, we think we want these big accomplishments, but it's actually these little things that we're doing in our life. Drinking water every day, eating more organic food exploring. Exp- exploring yes sport oh sport 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 <laughs> sport yeah, that's <laughs> and then to this what brought me happiness contentment and joy and again the accomplishments that we think we want may give us that, or they may not. So we always want to be deeply connected to what is actually bringing me the most fulfillment, the most meaning, the most happiness, the most purpose. 
-hmm. Okay, second section is growth. And there's three questions for this. What did I learn in the last six months is the first question. Number two, and of course you can spend a little bit more time on this on your own. What did I discover about myself? And a third one that's really interesting to think about, has anything surprised me in the first six months of the year? Could be about yourself, could be about a situation. All right, so those, so far, those are two areas, celebrate and growth. Now we're going into the third area, reassess. So I already alluded to this one. What number one, and there's two questions for this section, reassess. What were my goals at the beginning of this year? So if if you've worked for with me for a while with goal setting and goal manifesting, I always have you set three domino goals. So three main goals for the year. So if you if you know those three goals, main goals, or if you haven't done this specific work with me, just think about in the beginning of the year, what were three of the biggest goals that I had, the most important ones? And then the second question in this area is, are my goals the same or has anything changed? And this is beyond important. Mm -hmm. Because you could have started saying, I want to do three, launch three courses. And then you're at this point, you're like, no, one. <laughs> <laughs> or you had 10 things you wanted to do in an area. And then you're like, no, I need to do three things. And I'm always a big believer on letting go. Our saying no is as important as saying yes to things. Mm. So are your goals the same or, or has anything changed? Number four area is accomplishments. And there's three questions in this section. So what goals and dreams did I accomplish in the first six months? And think of big and small. Number two question of the three, what am I most proud of? And this is a really good one, the third and last one question. What, I've, what have I been doing that is working that I need to do more of? So maybe you've been building your business in a certain way that's really working and feeling good.
And then the last section, so there's five sections all in all, is five, and there's five questions for this one. And this section is called plan. So the first question, what would I like the second half of the year to look and feel like? And the looking and the feeling is how we really communicate with our subconscious because our subconscious thinks in visuals and metaphors and feelings. So pictures, colors, feelings, that's how we access our subconscious and get it to work for us, get it on our side. So how do you want the second half of the year to look and feel? Second question, what do I want more of and what do I want less of? And remember, we're the designers of our life. We can never blame anyone else. We have to take full responsibility if we're not enjoying our life. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pulled out an old Jim Rohn book and one of his, my favorite quotes from him is, is if, if you don't like, like where you're at, you're not a tree, you can move. <laughs> and I always <laughs> like that. I can get up and I can do something different. I'm not a tree. Mm -hmm. um, number three, what is my big vision or dream? So what you most likely would have established at the beginning of the year, but what is your big vision or dream? And then the two last questions, which are really good ones too. What three words do I want to represent my next six months? And this really gives you an anchor. Like simplicity, ease, passion, enjoyment, contentment, nourishment, mm -hmm. more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> more parties. More parties, more fun. Yeah, <laughs> more fun. fun. More fun, yeah. Fun could be like one of your words, Claudia. <laughs> Claudia perks up with fun. Uh, well, social, perhaps. Social life. Yeah, but fun is, fun is a, because that's even more specific. Like having a social life is great, but what do you want out of that social life? Connection. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Fun. Mm -hmm. You know what? So fun might, is, that's, you got really lit up by by yeah, that sure. so I would stick stick with that. Unless mm. there's another word that lights you up. Because there's always there's always a feeling that we're after whenever we think we want something. Like I want to be a gold director, I want to be a diamond director. Okay, that's great. But what feeling are you after? I want to feel yeah, exactly. successful. I want to feel like I've arrived. I want to feel respect. I want to feel respect for myself. So it's, it's the mm -hmm. feeling, it's not the thing we want, it's the feeling that it will give us that we want. Mm -hmm. And the more you can really own that, the easier it is to bring it in your life. Like, because we all have different, different things that are important to us. And that's one of the most important things is to figure out your values and what is important to you and to, mm -hmm. to really own that. You know, I, I've talked about mm -hmm. this before, but when I really understood that money was important to me because of what it allowed me to do and the freedom and what I could create with it, and I realized that's what I was after, it, it stopped me being ashamed of wanting money. 
because for a long time, you know, so many, I grew up with, you know, money is, is not a good thing. But once I really owned, okay, well, why do I want it? What do I want it to make me feel? I want it to make me feel free that I can set up anything in terms of business. I can, you know, all the things that allowed me to do. And then once you can own that, it's easier to go after it. All right. Then the final question, which is probably the most important question, who do I need to be to accomplish my dreams? And this is where we can up level when we think of, okay, this person that has these things that I want, how would they be in their life? How would they walk around? How would they show up to this call? How would they talk to people? <laughs> when they right. go into a room, how would they walk? And that really is the, the most important thing. how we actually walk around in the day, our, our, our identity. Does anyone want to share a few words of? I have a fun share, I think. Yes, go for it. Go for it. I'm the fun guy. Yeah? Okay, so absolutely. I, bought, I, as I said, walking around, I bought myself um, cloud shoes. Okay, like this. Yes, yes, yes. And and if you walk, you get this plum plum plum. So it it also adds to your mood. Okay. While walking, okay. Yeah. So that might might help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> you feel more in, expansive. In you feel more. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. And yeah, it's just also like a mini trampoline or something like that, where you get this in in your body the feeling. Yeah? Mm. And, the and feeling. Then, mm. And it's proven that that changes also the. Um, the things in your body, huh? like hormones and things, happy hormones and things like that. Huh? So that has, it's not a, a joke. It's kind of real, but yeah. you have to think about it and make it use in order to get the benefit from it. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Walking on air. Pardon? Walking on air. Yes, yes. The <laughs> <laughs> question and, is, and, do you feel grounded enough? Uh, that, that that is another task I do daily. In the meantime, morning and evening, and maybe even more often if I feel like, I'm, I'm, but for me, this go with the flow. Yes, mm. and, and 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 whatever comes to you, that I have space and room also to act on these things, uh, realize them. That's the first thing, and then uh, act on them. Huh? So mm. and yeah, so. This adds to my feeling of fun in a way. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and, and the other ones for me are connection, connection. I mean, family connection, family broad, uh, big worldwide family type of thing, and growth. And growth, yeah, growth. Mm -hmm. So, so connection, growth, and fun is that the the third one was yes, fun? yes, yes. Yeah, well, connect. I, 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 I always have a kind of more defined things under one each word so yeah. that it's more compelling to me and under yeah. the connection there's family but family again is bigger it's the whole world i mean where i feel yeah. family for yes yeah beautiful beautiful does anyone I put wealthy healthpreneur adventure freedom 
inspiration and empowerment. My inspiration and empowerment are always my values. They're always of what I do. So I, I guess wealthy, adventurous, healthpreneur. Healthpreneur, love it. Healthpreneur. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh. Does anyone else want to share their three words? I have only one. Authenticity. To be authentic is important for me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Authentic. That's part of identity, no? Oh, absolutely. Or not. Absolutely. absolutely. It's important. Yeah? It's important. Mm -hmm. For me, if it's important. No, Let me think about the other two. <laughs> no, it's important for everyone because really when you think about it, if we can be our most authentic, free, express self, that's that's really mm -hmm. what we're here to do. You know, like what is that authentic, real, express self? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just is exactly. huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's important. It can well take three words. It's that that important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Carmen. <laughs> okay, oh, <yeah>, right. <laughs> Anybody else want to share their three words or any other revelations from this this exercise? Carmen, can I just ask a, something what you just mentioned before? Yeah. And it's in the back of my mind for a few weeks, and I wanted to ask you, and then you brought it up, and now I think it's the right time to ask you. Um, you, you mentioned before that you realized money was important for you, and you being a pastor's daughter, that was like, oh, your treasures are in heaven. Why are you doing earthly things here? Mm. And how did you um, reconcile that with your father and those around you that grew up in that kind of environment where spiritual things are more important than worldly things this is something big for me as well because because mm -hmm. um you know my 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 dad he he was torn between between these two worlds mm -hmm. um, um serving god as well as you know being seen to be the the having the right image as as someone who is respected and has social position and yet, you know, it's almost a, 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 there's a tug of war there all the time. And so tell me about your experience, please. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about yours too, because we kind of have this dialogue around it. Yeah. I think the two things that helped me the most, because there was always, always this idea. Do you remember that there's a quote in the Bible where it says, it's more difficult for a rich man to pass through the eye of a yeah. There's, there's, it's like yeah, love a camel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the there's rich, a camel the involved in there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rich, well, the rich was, man asked, "What must I do to go to heaven?" And then he said, "Give away half your stuff and follow me." And he was very sad because he couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I remember someone said the the real translation, and of course, you know, there's so many different translations of what's said in the Bible. So who really knows? But this person said. What it really means is the love of money where, um, oh, is it me freezing or, oh no, okay, you're okay. So what it refers to is someone who just stockpiles money just for that, the power mm -hmm. of knowing that they've got, you know, like a million, then 2 million, then 10 million in the bank. And it's, it's not really flowing. It's just like, okay, I'm rich and I'm powerful because I have all this money versus keeping money in flow and using money to do good. So mm -hmm. 
that, that really kind of switched like, oh yeah, it's the love of money and just having money in the bank because you feel powerful. I, I get that, you know, or maybe money that isn't used to help other people. So that, that was one piece. The second piece is someone told me years ago, you think of mother Teresa who just gave and gave and gave, and she just, you know, she went into the, the poor areas and gave and gave and gave, but what, and this person said, what you don't realize is people were donating money to enable her to help. So she didn't necessarily have like, you know, she didn't come from a rich family, but people were giving her money. And so she always had money to do what she needed to do. And then, then I was like, oh, I get it. It's not money is really just an energy if you choose to, to do good with it, or you could do really negative things with it, but it's just an energy that you decide what you're going to do with that energy, put it towards good or put it towards evil, let's say in biblical terms. And, you know, I always think of like Dr. Wentz, when he was building orphanages in Africa, that takes a lot of money, you know, and anything, you know, and business, like I've, I've found like when I want to do really big things, it like, and it's all like, I want to help, but it takes a lot of money. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So when I switch that it's just an energy and me as the conduit, I'm really the one that decides whether I'm using that money for good or for bad, but money itself isn't good or bad. It's it's just an energy that we can use. So it's an instrument. instrument, Yeah. Yeah. But it was a progression because I had all these layers throughout the years, you know, so like, don't love money or don't put money first or, um, I mean, there's just so many layers when you grow up in a church. So it, it took quite a while. Mm. Yeah. It took quite a while, but it was little by little. And then I think the biggest thing was if I want to do big things in the world, and I want to take personal responsibility. I don't want to rely on handouts. Like I don't want to, I, I want to generate it. So I'm never asking someone for something or in debt to somebody, you know, just like, I don't want to get in debt anywhere, you know, but I also don't want to be in mm-hmm. debt to somebody else. I want to generate it. So, because mm-hmm. often, oftentimes, like, even when you start a business, you can get investors, but then you have to pay those investors back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and if you take a company public and you've got investors, sometimes those shareholders, you are tied more to them than to the business that you wanted to, to build. And we see that all the time that people now care more about the shareholders because they have to than the business that they started. So I knew when I was making that switch, I was like, I need to be the one that's making the money. And then I want to put it towards, towards good. My dad, my dad, because I th- he's evolved too throughout the years. So it's not that he believes money is bad. I think the only thing that is, is still a remnant is the being very careful of money, you know, like really saving. And it's like, it's like, oh no, that's too expensive. Or so there is a little bit of a scarcity mentality, but he doesn't believe money is bad anymore, but it's very much something to be managed and you've got to be careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to punish yourself when you use the money somehow. It's part of it also. So you can, it's, it's a part of uh, that if you spend so much money or you use so much money for your own, then it will be like a, a little punishment. So you have mm-hmm. to to avoid it somehow and then 
try to do another thing or not to not to make it for yourself. Therefore, the the money seeing as as a little devil thing, because that uh, that uh, feed yourself instead to do something good. That was the that, that's the bad thing of the money in the church. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow with that problem <laughs> at the country, at the country. But uh, I I know that the church has this problem somehow, in general. Mm. Uh, it's like a punishment. You have to punish yourself from devil because money could could you bring in devil when mm. bad when bad things. Mm. Oh. I didn't have that in the church I grew up with, but I I totally know that. Dep- yeah, but depending where the spectrum of your church. It's very is. Catholic, I think. It's yes. very Catholic. Yes. What I'm yes. saying. Yes. And Protestants are different. Mm. They're harder, <laughs> but they see the thing different. Different, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paulus, do you do you want to share any more? Does that is that helpful, or is there? Yeah, it, it's helpful because it's I, it's it's one of the earlier chapters in in Sokra, which I struggle with because, mm. um, yeah, it it's like what you said. You need to rethink about what money is. It's just an energy, and what is your intent, and and um, your explanation of what the real translation from Hebrew was from the Bible in, in terms of those parables from Jesus, what did it actually say? You know, and there might be something lost in translation or has been misinterpreted by some preachers, which is not correct. Um, so, yes. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that because, um, you know, um, how can I, it's just going back to, to this exercise, the three words that I want to represent my six next six months: respected, happy, and fulfilled. Because mm. um, for a long time in my family, sales and this kind of business is not respected. They look down on it and think, well, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Lots, lots of social esteem. You go to college and you're doing selling, network marketing, even. Wow, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you going to college for? You didn't need to do, go to college to do that. But you know the world's changed now. With my kids, I I don't know what they're going to be doing, but I do know that soft skills are really important. Mm-hmm. They might not be doing traditional work at all. It's so changed the world, um, mm-hmm. and they're not like me at all. Um, and I need to to um, accept that because they're different souls and they have different drivers, and and all I can do is support them and be there for them that's it and show them that um you know network marketing is is the way of the future it's a better way it's a modern way and um sales is an important business function in any business because that it is otherwise nobody eats if you don't get the sale <laughs> absolutely it's true it's one of the most Nobody important is. skills you can learn, you know. Absolutely. Because it opens up Absolutely. so many doors. Yeah. Exactly. But it's That's not so easy you know, to say, to know how to sell. It's not easy. Yeah. But it's very important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really interesting what Paulus was saying, because on the one hand, mm. I've got all my family who felt, you know, I went to university, I became a doctor. It's ridiculous that I'm doing this and that I want to have any wish to move into to, to make this to be my source of income. 
Um, I've got doctors, even functional medicine doctors, who just see network marketing. They don't see that it's just a, an inexpensive franchise model, which is all it is. It's just another way of getting business to into the hands of consumers. And then I've got my kids, who are very socialist, who are... Um, I mean, they, um, that you know, I've, I've tried to use the rich dad, poor dad things around educating them and everything, but instead they're uh, poverty stricken and um, they surround themselves with poorer people who have no aspirations and they see network marketing as, like you were saying, um, a capitalist thing which is all bad they don't see that it's the great leveler that anybody can mm. make an income if they just apply themselves that's equal that is equal it's very socialist it's very yes. socialist it's equal exactly but <laughs> because everyone. uh you know it's just you know it's, it's frustrating mm. when the people you want to help most mind my kids mm. um you know it uh yeah it's, it's tricky <sighs> yeah i find find europe it. They, European, it takes them until they get into their 30s to come back around, but they will remember. <laughs> they will remember at some point, but it's almost like they have to like, because think of all of us, like how much did we really listen to our parents? You know, like I didn't really listen to my parents until I was much older. Yeah, well, now, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. But in my That's 30s and my 40s, I found I was going back to the things I was taught, you know, like, because we... Yeah, you you have to kind of get your own independence for a while. So I, I wouldn't give up, Ali. <laughs> it just might take a few years. Uh, they will come let's, to let's the valley. Particularly for my kids, you know, my kids, my daughter has had to give up her degree and she's working really hard and her boyfriend, fiance, she says he can't he 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 can't save money and yet she's going out buying alcohol for him every night. You know, you just think that that has a link there you know and he's lost his ability to dream and he's suppressing her ability to dream which is really tricky you know mm. yeah. yes. you it's europe it's european so it's quite european portrait what you what are you saying alice mm. yep values are changing for so many they have to because we've seen in COVID that there's no job that actually is secure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the rise of affiliate marketing is crazy. We think there's so much affiliate marketing out there. Oh, incredible. And yeah, affiliate yeah. marketing is much less powerful than network marketing. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. It takes a lot more. You're work only being paid that. on one level. Yeah. Two more work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So just just going back to the money, talking about money, one of the things that you can really do that I found really helpful is just to listen to what comes in my mind throughout the, the weeks or the days of things that you remember that your parents said. So things like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, be really careful of your money, you know, just see what, like the, the biggest things for me from my dad that I it it was it was the church that was more money is evil, but my dad was very much be careful of my, your money, you know, save it, you know, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, my mom was like, like save your un, your good underwear for special occasion, 
that's, that's <laughs> the thing, like <laughs> never you in that generation. Years. You know, like don't wear your good clothes at home. Like you know, that's only for going out. So, but when you can really write down the thoughts that come into your head, that's where you'll know where your limiting belief is. Mm-hmm. And it's not because you meant it to be. It's just that we hear it over and over and over. Yeah. And so how I reframed it with my dad is, is it is very good to like one thing. So I, I switched it and, and you see this in Soulcraft. I, I think we have to be very aware of our money. So that's why I always track my money every, like I never put my head in the sand with money. I always track it every month. But I also believe, yes, I, I can be careful, but I want to keep money in flow. You know, so I don't want to hoard it. I don't want to have the sense that, you know, I'm just like, I'm scared to like invest. I'm scared to have money go out. I'm very, very mindful, but it's not from a scarcity mentality. I think the same. And I try to always keep things to keep things in flow. And I really do believe like in our network marketing business that, and this worked for me so well in the beginning, if I didn't have any volume, buy something you know, so that my business isn't staying stagnant. Tipping. Mm. I heard that. I think it's actually Jim Rohn's coming up. It was from him. Like I always would tip well, Mm -hmm. you know, just to keep Mm -hmm. that. So I would feel abundant as well. It didn't mean buying expensive things when I couldn't afford it, but what could I do to make me feel wealthy? Like buying flowers or. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So my, my thing, what I, what I really, I had to shift and I consciously shifted I want to be very aware of my money, but not scarcity mentality. I want to Mm -hmm. not spend nilly willy, but I want to surround myself with high quality things. And I don't need a lot, but high quality things that I don't wait until it's a good occasion to wear. You know, so those, those were little things that I made the shift so that I can feel abundant but again, didn't mean going out and buying $800 shoes. You know, it meant going out and buying $150 $150 shoes that were really good sure. quality that I took care of. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So with each of your, cause really it's our parents that are, have the biggest influence or our teachers or our religious leaders. Those are the three things. And then mm-hmm. as you get to be a teen, it's the, the, you know, who you hang around with and Ali, you're so right. Like, unfortunately who are, who our kids hang around with, that's going to impact them quite a bit. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> So much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how we, who we hang around with and as how well. We hang, oh you my know? goodness. So, yeah. so oh we've got to yeah, circle it back to us and lead by example by surrounding ourselves. So, so when I was a partner in general practice, I realized my best friends were sort of my nurse, for example, who was earning less than me. And then I started the entrepreneurial journey and my best friends are you guys, you know, <laughs> with a bigger vision. Yes. <laughs> and how can we keep increasing that vision like thinking of ourselves it's so easy to just stay with what we know but if we can always think like how can I up level how can I expand my identity how can I Mm -hmm. I was was talking to someone that wanted me to do a business proposal to the the owners of the company and the person that was telling me to do that he's like think really big like don't just do a proposal that's like, he's like, think really big. And it was, it was such mm-hmm. a good reminder to have someone tell me, think bigger than what you're thinking. 
you know, and mm-hmm. that's what okay. we do in our lives. Like think bigger. That's very thought provoking. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but sometimes when you think you've been thinking big and you never achieve that, it's if you know that kind of that's my experience. It might be big thinking, but brings you down. Yeah, it's nearly like maybe it's too big. Perhaps I like it when you actually mention maybe it's too big. <laughs> to, you know, mention to think of the small things, the small wins, the little things that you're doing. That's that really resonates with me because that oh yeah, I have been doing that. That's what's so powerful in Soul Pro, where we have our big goals, yeah. and then every week we list our big goals, and then some small te- steps towards yeah. it that we can then tick off. So we have that combination of big picture thinking with small picture achievements. Yes, as motivation is yes. a motivation feel. Huh? Mm. It's important. Yeah. Well, and also maybe it's recognizing those it's little things. The thing. More comfortable with the, you know, when the bigger like. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's about recognizing that because when you're not recognizing that, you never ever feel like you're achieving anything. Um, the three words I had, you know, actually, I missed this completely, Carmen, in the soul process. I missed this section number five. I don't recall it. Um, so I still have to do a little bit more on it, but I think influence, drive, and more money sort of stuck out at me a bit. And it's all around the India thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. really that's where I want to focus for the next six months, you know, and it's scaring the heck out of me, which one of the things that I felt really surprised me was when it was announced how quickly I threw myself into it and the things that I did, right, and then, you know, I kind of went back to my old self. So that's what I want to work on for this next six months. Mm-hmm. It's been very impressive how you how you have taken on India, well, I did, right? and then I, I I took five steps backwards. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm back in there again. I've started again this week. I've like, I've, yeah, anyway, yeah. And that's okay because it's, you know, when it's a new market, we don't really know what we're doing and there's so much to learn and and you're just getting your feet wet. But it's it's so worth, I think. And it's a complete cold market, you know. It's not like I've got any contacts there, really. Yeah. Come in, yeah, so Anyway, one, one thing, must try. One must think absolutely, big. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. big thinking. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you never know where that thinking big, like when I did that for Mexico, I didn't end up getting someone in Mexico, but I got someone in Denver that was Hispanic that then mm-hmm. I ended up yeah. with her whole family. So it may not lead where you think it's going to lead, but it's going to lead somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's why we've got to do it. Paulus, we have to do it. Yes, that's why we got to do yes. it. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, just a quick aside, Vicky. Did you listen to the the I did. this afternoon? You did. I did. There's lots of there's two major um, great announcements, <laughs> which is good. And I don't know if anyone's updated the Soulcraft. If they haven't, I will go and update that thread. I didn't even hear that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you can rank advance. Okay. And um, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. What was there's something else you can do too. I can't. They've remember. lowered the hurdle for. Oh, they've lowered the hurdle. That's right. Thirty-five SVP. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Okay. Per month. Per month. Okay. That's for good. a free business center. That's amazing, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> That's all three businesses paying you at thirty-five SVP. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. This is India. And these are all things when you're prospecting to tell people, look, this is. Well, I don't know if they understand what that is, but I think um, the thing to say is it's very competitive. Mm. 
and it's very affordable. Yeah. And Mm. the biggest thing is that when a market opens, you want to get in when a market opens. I know that's what I'm I'm trying to lead with. Yes. To say now you just want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone it's everyone regrets when they don't get into a new market. And it's so inexpensive. Losing. Yeah. You had a really good point that it's so it's so important to keep thinking big. You know, you absolutely because life will and the people around us will in just situations we can keep thinking smaller and smaller. So it's like you have to constantly be thinking bigger. And these things that are you feel like maybe I shouldn't dream so big. Those are just the things that are trying to keep you small. So you got to just keep thinking. I've got to think bigger, but sometimes it helps to have bridge goals where your, your little milestones that your, your subconscious and your brain can more readily accept. So you might have a goal of making a million in, in USANA, let's say in your network marketing business, but your subconscious is going to go. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, You got to bring it back. Like, okay, 500. The conscious saying, yeah, right to that. It's still saying, yeah, right. So then you bring it back. Okay. hundred thousand per year. How do I feel? Oh, that feels like a stretch, but I'm not saying, yeah, right. So then that's your bridge goal. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if 50,000, you're like, oh yeah, 50,000, that's, you know, it's nothing you need to make it higher. So it's got to be where it feels like a stretch, but you're not like, yeah, right. (laughs) So that's how oh, so yeah, bridge goals are super helpful. What also is I find helpful is that I have um, uh, like somebody else who is representing what I my goal is where I can hook uh, mm. to. Yes. Uh, as if I don't, I mean, if I never ate chocolate, I don't know what to dream about type of thing. So if if that is if I see somebody else, then I get. For me, it's easier than to image myself doing that than if I have a blank um, picture in, in mind. Yes. And no, mm-hmm. no image to it. Yes. And, and okay. Yeah. What, what um, uh, Vicky said, I, I also realized this thing, like the big goal. And then I never heard it, like, like getting gold. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I have it since years and I don't get it. Um, and then I, when I reflect, I realize that, okay, I didn't get gold, but I had so many other gross things on my way, which eventually brings me towards it. So then I'm more asking, okay, what else do I need to change with myself to pave the way towards that goal? And that mm-hmm. brought me very, I mean, I mean, when you look back, you see it, huh? So that is why looking back uh, is so important. Mm. I, I just did the quarter thing and looking back the quarter. Wow, hell! I mean, I could have said what a what a bad uh, month as my my um, revenue went down. But um, no, it was a wonderful month if you look to another point of view, and and that gives you then the energy to make the next mm. month even better. You see, mm. I mean, that's my experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to circle back to the idea of way showers. So finding someone that is someone who has done the thing that you want and that you, the the kicker is they have to be someone that you can relate to. So it can't Mm -hmm. be like, you know, Kim Kardashian, because we're not going to relate to her. You know, it's got to be someone Mm -hmm. that you can relate to. And 
why that's so important is when inside of you, you see what they're doing, you're like, I can do that. That's when you will manifest it very quickly. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to put yourself in situations like going to conventions, going to meetings, going to where you can see people that are doing these things. Because when we, we see something, we believe it more easily. And then it's easier to imagine as well. And that is where these um, connect to tribes, which um, lift you up, is so important. Yes. Like what Ellie said. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And places like convention or or when like in your area, they have a guest speaker come in like a doctor. That's where I always found people that I could resonate with because it's it's really seen, like seeing them walk, seeing how they talk. And in my first network marketing company, it really was when I saw the top income earner who was three years younger than me, a guy, and I saw him speak and he spoke wonderfully, but he was three years younger than me. And I was like, I can do that. You know, like, and that's what was the driver. Cause I could see myself in him. Like I could see myself doing that. Okay. Absolutely. And what you say is so powerful. You were saying about uh, your way shower is someone who you can relate to, who has achieved what you aspire to. And I've written down here the name of our top income earner because she is a year younger than me. She looks ordinary and yet she's made $12 million. And all she and she's created the system that the rest of us can follow so easily. All yeah. we've got to do is follow the plan and I can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would okay, follow exactly. her on Instagram or wherever she is and, and watch like, because with Adam, I would see him every week because back in the, those days we were doing just weekly meetings and I would see him every week and it kept seeding that belief that I could do this. And okay, really, yeah, that's what it's today it's what it is. What like, we just believe we can do it. Because hmm. when you believe it, you'll take the actions, you know? And it's oh. it's almost like when we have that, it's it's it really is this, I can do that. <laughs> that's when you know <laughs> it's so. close, you know? Because you finally like, I can do this. Yeah. It's important. You're, you're not going to do that unless you, you're out there looking for people. You know what I mean? Like you're out there interacting. Hmm. I mean, it can mm -hmm. be as simple as you're you're on a training, you know, that they're doing for social media for your network marketing company. And you see someone and you're like, wow, they're successful. I can do that too. So look, mm -hmm. actively look for way shores and they have to be someone you can relate to. Okay. Someone relate yeah. to. It's, a, it's a huge, huge, huge thing in, yeah, I just, in, in probably most things that I've done, I've seen someone that has the thing that I want. And then I'm like, okay, I can do that too. Or I can figure it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So way shores have been really important in this conversation, money. So, and I really believe every meeting that we have, the perfect conversation comes up. So when something comes up, think of, okay, why did this come up and what do I need to learn from it? Because it's like this group has brought the conversations that we need to hear. And I think the money is a really important one. So perhaps be thinking about, is there anything that could be a limiting belief for me with money? You know, is there anything that, you know, from my childhood that I, like I've forgotten about that is a block for me or a fear? Can I um, just brainstorm something? Yes. It's it's something that's come up um, and it kind of touches on both 
what we're talking about tonight. Um, USANA has a, an event in Melbourne um, in August, which is, uh, you know, we would be recognised just for, because we've been around so long, really. Um, and But it is a cost, and I'm not earning enough, really, to um, justify it. But I view there's part of me I'm torn. Is that like that? Um, you know, it might cost maybe a thousand maximum to go. Will it? But it could actually put me in that space where you're mingling with people, and also we haven't done that for so long. I haven't been to a, an event for so long, yeah. a major event. Before COVID, so probably 2019 was the last time. Um, yeah, so I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of that torn because that whole money thing comes up. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, that's significant for Claude. You know, if you're earning enough, you can do it. <laughs> you know, shit, I'm not really. I'd have to dip, I'd have to dip into my. So I'm really, uh, I wouldn't mind some how to work out whether it is what I should be doing, mm. whether I should do it. You know, there. You know, we. I've had lots of these conversations in Soulcraft and Soul Pro where I, my intuition kicks in, and then I make the right decision. And I'm, I'm kind of a little bit. I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be interesting. This, I, I feel like you're leaning one way, which is very different than. I don't know if you remember, like six months ago, we had a conversation where you might have gone down to Sydney. Oh yeah, and that was a no, really. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really strong no. Versus yeah, that was a really strong no. <laughs> yeah. And I think we, well, we always kind of know, you know. That was a, uh, that was a um, an issue around wanting to help and support. So that was the driver, not necessarily what benefit I would have. Yeah, mm. and I think this might. I think the worthwhile part to explore is the benefit to you because I think mm. you're seeing that there's there could be a real benefit mm. that is worth the mm. money. Yeah. Um, and then it's a matter of if you're like, okay, this is definitely worth it, then I would see well. Okay, are there any ways that I can mitigate the the investment? It's a worthwhile yeah. investment, but mm. is there a hotel that's less expensive? Can I use points? You know, can I do an extra dog babysitting? You know, yeah. mitigate the the cost. Yeah. But in in Usana back in the day, we used to have quarterly um, events, like every quarter. So you had convention in every quarter. Mm. And when I first started, Yusana, I was having my team go to everything, but then I realized it was just so expensive, you know? So then I was like, okay. And I, and I didn't see that after the event, they were any more successful than it was just too much. And so I just convention. And then if you can't make it to convention, go to a local, like that's what I recommended, but it's a different situation right now because, you know, we haven't been having meetings and I think my intuition is like, you're like, I think this could expand me in the way I need to. Yeah, so. I I feel that. I mean, I'm nervous about the cost. Mm. And if it doesn't, if it nothing changes by going, mm. that makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. But I won't know. Yeah. And, I, and I've said no to a few things. So mm. anyway, thank you. That will help me sit to check on a decision. and meditate on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, exactly. for me... Don't look at it as a cost, but as an investment in, in other decisions changed my, I don't know, my feeling toward it. And, and then knowing that an investment in yourself is the best you can do. 
and that I would consider as an investment in yourself. I mean, if you feel it aligns to what your vision is and, and if your vision is growth and, and mm. things like that, then it might be something to consider. Well, let's thank you, Claudia, because the vision is around leadership and influence. Mm. And I think if I'm not at those things, how, mm. I don't know. I just think, um, am I really a leader in this business? Mm. Uh yeah, anyway, that, that's sort of where my feeling is going. So thank you. I appreciate it. Sorry, Vicky, I, I need to add to that. Mm. Um, <laughs> this just spurred a memory from, from four years ago when Carmen was in Sydney. She went to the to the Sun office and she mentioned something which stuck in my mind, and this has come back. Yes. She said, well, if you're not going to join my class, what are you going to be doing, Un ironing your undies or what? You remember that? <laughs> I did they say that? And it just, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm still ironing my undies. I need to join Soulcraft. <laughs> what, what was it exactly that she said? Do you remember? Yeah, she's a leader and she forgot. I don't remember that. <laughs> but I guess I said, if, if you're not going to come to my class, what are you going to do? Just iron your undies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do the same thing and being stuck in silver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you need to invest and 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 move forward and do something just commit <laughs> yeah that's it thanks for all it <laughs> or i'll stay home and i'm undies <laughs> so good i think there's something to be said right now too about getting out there with people like yeah. like it's not just because of covid i think it's because we've all gone online and we're all on our phones like, I think the more we can get out there and be with people, it's really necessary. Social, be social, yeah. exactly Look, what I said. I don't said know what other <laughs> places are doing, social. but in Brisbane, we're not doing anything much. I've only, you know, Annette has been, Annette has been meeting her team regularly, and we've started to do some cross line stuff, but we haven't done anything for four years. Mm. And it's exactly. too long. We need that. I, feel, I feel really um, the lack of the flow, the energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're not seeing people, we're not being motivated or inspired and helping each other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been well, doing it online. We've been doing it online, times. but there's something yeah, different about being. As, yeah. I remember after something. pandemic. Yeah. After pandemic, yeah. we are very yeah. and close. Mm -hmm. We haven't good. quite got back to it. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Well, I haven't even done the online stuff because I keep thinking, well, I've got to set up a campaign in Infusionsoft so that it's reminding the people, you know. Uh, I just put so many steps in the way before the achievement and I do best with my masterclasses and with this sort of environment because I come up with ideas that help bring people forward mm. and in the meantime people drop off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think tech has a tech definitely has a place but I'm more like get the people, then use the tech to manage the people rather than set up the tech before you get the people. Because mm. it's even once it's, it's almost like, at least in my experience that you can set up the tech, but if you haven't got the people coming in, that tech just sits and wilters, you know, so. That is so perfect. Thank you. Because one of the comments that was on the India call on the um on tuesday was about leaders and systems and i thought oh god i haven't really got a system but that's because i've got no people so <laughs> we got to get the people then the system. People, yeah then do a system yeah don't <laughs> exactly. do the system marketers will tell you you need a system first mm. you need the people first and then you deal with the system okay in yeah. it we had a saying, mm. 
in ITV has a saying, a fool with a tool is still a fool. <laughs> a fool with a tool is still a fool. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Uh, and that, that also raises the point that systems are nice, but you also have to um the, the background knowledge to make use of the system. Eh? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's always every all my systems that were created was because I had to. And then that's why they worked. Like the health and wellness spa, I had to. The nutrition seminar, I had to, you know, like. Soulcraft was like, I need to put all of this into a, you know, it wasn't like, what should I create? It was like, I have to do this. And so that, yeah. and then, then it will work because you're also under the gun to like get your system going. But if you're just creating systems, there's no pressure to get it done. You can take like a year to get your systems done and then you still don't have people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Get your people, then do the systems. Mm -hmm. uh, that's also in a sense, true, I think, with websites. As people who start, they say, I need a website. And then they do all the effort in getting the website. And then the website is there, nothing happens. And then I wonder what is going on. But it's mm -hmm. because they didn't do the groundwork to before to get it done. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Such a fantastic call. Perfect mm -hmm. questions. So the takeaways, probably spend a little bit more time with those journal questions if that feels like mm -hmm. something you want to do. Check in with your money beliefs because I think that's such an important topic. Um, mm -hmm. Vicky, I think you got a really good question that you'll you'll sit with and just know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Was there any other big thing we discussed? People, Love. systems, anything else? Events. Yeah, events. Yeah, going to events. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Solo not every events. event. Way showers. Way showers was way showers. I knew there was another thing. Way showers. Yeah, find your way showers and follow them. Yeah. yeah. I'm just off to stalk her. <laughs> yeah, be a stalker. That's great. <laughs> we'll get restraining orders against ourselves. <laughs> with, with, All right, with, let's take with, our picture. We'll do our. This event, just one. Yes, yes. Event. Go ahead, Claudia. But one thing. It, um, for the for the future and where we are kind of going for is community where events in my eyes also link to um, and and community is a big thing coming up more and more yeah and and that that draws uh, the people together I mean the human part of the people which is totally forgotten in a lot of systems <laughs> we have currently still directing us yeah communities yeah that's a really big yeah, totally agree. Great last input. On that, let's take a picture of our community. <laughs> our first Thank one, our big fun. smile. One, two, three. And then our crazy. One, two, three. Ah. <laughs> <Super> <laughs> All right, everyone. I'll see you in two weeks. Um, your ahas and your action steps. And thank you for bringing your honest questions. Really appreciate the deep stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's just so good. That was nice. Yeah, nice. Thank you. All right. Goodbye, have everybody. Bye. Day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.